welcome to the Skin Junkie Podcast. This is the first ever episode, so I want to say thank you for everyone for tuning in and listening. Um, This is going to be a shorter episode, and I think I'm going to do no cuts just to make it easier on myself and kind of feel out the whole process. So thanks for bearing with me as I kind of get my bearings with having a podcast. Um, Today we're talking about the skincare journey. And I kind of wanted to start it off by talking about my own skincare journey. So my journey starts about six years ago when I turned 21 and I started to develop hormonal acne. I was getting it all over my cheeks, my face, and it was making me super self-conscious because growing up I did not have any acne. And I was a little embarrassed to have it as an adult because for some reason in my head I think of when I think of acne, I thought of teenagers, and I just felt too old for this to be happening, and I definitely thought something had to be wrong for it to just show up out of the blue like that. So I started trying everything, and my skin hated it because it was too much, (laughs) and I wasn't doing, um, or I wasn't using any professional products. I was using Lush uh, body scrub on my face to exfoliate. I was using drugstore products and too many of them to too many actives to even list off Um, and it was just my face was so angry at me and it wasn't until about two years later when I just decided to stop using pretty much anything altogether I just stuck with a moisturizer and that was it and I would like cleanse my face in the shower but not with any sort of professional product. It would just be like a quick rinse off and that was it. And my face did start to clear up and I think it was because I was giving my skin a break from these crazy actives that (laughs) I was using too many of. And it started to clear up so I was getting excited and I would still get breakouts though and it was just, it was just getting slightly better. So I saw a light at the end of the tunnel So with that light at the end of the tunnel, I decided to see a facialist and seek professional advice. And that's when everything really started to get better. I started to get on some professional products and know when and when not to use actives. And that kind of struck a nerve in me to go to beauty school and... At first, I was going to go for lashes because I heard that there was a lot of money in that industry and it was easy to get into, so I initially had started for that, but then after I did my first facial, you do your first facial on somebody either your first or second day, and after my first one, I just fell in love with skincare and knew that that was what I was planning on pursuing once I graduated from beauty school, and thus Celestial Skin was born, and... I spent all of beauty school perfecting what exactly I wanted my niche to be. I spent it building my brand. I would be on my laptop the entire time in beauty school, just making a website for myself or building up my Instagram to try and have clientele from when I got out of beauty school. And everything was looking up for me. So that was exactly how I fell into this world and everything's 
been great for my skin ever since. I'm now using, I use mainly face reality products because I am acne prone and I would love to use a lot of these fun products that I do see even through professional lines, but sometimes they're not great for my face and unfortunately I have to just accept the fact that I need to play it safe with my skin and just use those bare minimums of I like to use a cleanser, I use a toner, I use a few serums. I have a clarifying serum and then I have a brightening serum and those will be alternated as I age, as my skin changes. Um, those are like the main things that I like to alternate and then from there I use a um, moisturizer and I like to keep it really simple with that and sunscreen, of course. Um, I use a tinted SPF just because I like a little bit of coverage. I don't like to wear foundation. Um, and I think as soon as you start your skincare journey and you're a couple months into it, you'll start feeling the same way. So that is my skincare journey. Um, really condensed version. I'm sure I could go deeper into it in another episode. But I kind of wanted to start talking about your own skincare journey and how you can kind of start that today. Um, I think it starts with really realizing that you have a problem with your skin and that you are no longer capable of fixing it on your own. Um, say it's acne, say it's dark spots, fine lines, any of the above, and you're just kind of at your wit's end, you don't know what to do anymore, I think seeing a professional, a licensed esthetician who specializes in skincare is your best option, and definitely your more cheaper option, especially for those of you that don't have insurance. Dermatologists are also great. I'll never bash a dermatologist. I think they're great for certain skin conditions. But if you have acne and you're just trying to seek some relief, see both and kind of get some different opinions out there. Um, I definitely think that you need to be doing a lot of research on who you go to, both facialist and dermatologist, but I think it's really important to seek someone who really where skincare is really their niche and even beyond that if say acne is your problem you need to be seeking somebody who specializes in acne who knows what they're doing otherwise you could be wasting your time and your money with people who are just kind of learning these products um face reality if you see that someone is certified with face reality that's usually a great sign because they have so much continuing education on acne um and there, there are so many great professionals out there that can really help you with this. So seeking out professional help is going to be your, I think, the first thing you should do and your biggest thing that will help you. Um, secondly is investing in good skincare. So I don't want you doing this until you see a professional because usually you can get all these products from that person and you won't be buying from a sketchy dealer that may like where these products might be expired um and also you don't want to waste money because professional products are really expensive i'm not going to beat around the bush they're very expensive <laughs> um 
it was really hard for me to really pull the trigger on skincare for myself too where I was just nervous that I wouldn't be able to afford that kind of expense because you have to you know get new products every couple of months to you know replenish them and I was just afraid I wouldn't be able to afford it but once I really made it my priority it it didn't matter anymore I was making it work no matter what but I wouldn't want you getting something that that says, "Hey, this is for fine lines and you need some and you're trying to fix your fine lines." And it doesn't work for you because maybe it's for an oily skin type and you have a dry skin type. There are so many aspects that go into skincare. I could go on for days and that's why seeking out a professional, they can help you. We have a thing called a woods lamp where we can look at your pores through this giant magnifying glass with a UV light and see what your skin type is and where you need the most help and what product would really help you and go from there. Will it be pricey up front? Is it an investment? Absolutely. But if you truly want your skin to look healthier, feel healthier, where you have confidence in leaving the house without makeup or you feel like you look younger now, this is the investment to make. I am totally pro injections and Botox, but if you can prevent a lot of those fine lines beforehand on a, on a cheaper scale, then why not, you know? So I think that's another big one, but definitely do it after. The, the list that I'm giving you is you, you should follow it in that tier where you see a professional, seek professional help. Second, listen to that professional. Invest in the skincare that they are trying to sell you. They know it like the back of their hand. They are investing in the skincare. In order to get that retail in our, in our own like storefront, it costs us a lot of money up front. Like we are having to upfront the money to then sell it to you. So we wouldn't be spending money on a product that we don't believe in. And there are different lines and everything that you can seek out and do your research on. And even if you do see a professional and you're not fully convinced, do your own research at home and read about the product lines and do go on their website and see if that you think it, it follows your beliefs. Thirdly, staying consistent at home and in the treatment room. See your facialist once a month or whenever they recommend. Don't skip out on those. You will start seeing the difference when you see, say they say come in every four weeks, but you skip one and you go in every eight weeks. You'll see those differences in your skin and you'll feel like you're losing ground basically. And if you stay consistent at home, which means listening to the skincare routine that your esthetician will lay out for you, you will see those results quickly. I know it's it's hard because a lot of you guys go into these services, like you get your lashes done, and it's right then after you leave, you have your lashes, and you look beautiful, and you're great. But when you leave our treatment room, you definitely have that glowy look, uh, like a post-facial look, but your problems aren't necessarily solved yet. So it takes a lot of patience inconsistency it you will definitely lose ground if you only do your skincare routine three nights out of the week we really really want you doing it seven out of the seven <laughs> nights and days out of the week 
and we do realize that you know things happen where maybe you go out to a wedding and get a little too drunk and you go home and you sleep in your makeup and so happens that can cause problems down the line but I mean we have to be realistic here and that's why we are building up your skin barrier to be able to handle small minor inconveniences like that where once we build up that skin barrier odds are your barrier is not doing great if you're seeking help and if you're seeing acne or fine lines like we need to build that barrier up and once we do that your skin will be able to handle inconveniences like that like sleeping in your makeup every once in a while or accidentally touching your face when you have dirty hands or sleeping on a pillowcases that aren't as clean as you'd like them to be so that's our goal is to kind of help your skin endure actual life problems because you know life happens we're not going to be perfect every night we're not going to be doing our skincare every night things happen whether we're sad we have emotions we just don't feel like doing something so it's definitely understandable when you can't do that but once you stay consistent in your home skincare routine you will see those results. I've had people that have been see- I've been seeing for a while and they were on the fence about really like honing in on their skincare routine and once they finally did, I would they would come in the treatment room and I would see the difference and they would be talking about how they see the difference. And they would be saying it's cuz they're coming in every month for a facial and while that is a part of the case, it's mostly on you guys for doing your skincare at home. So I don't even like to take the credit sometimes because it's you guys that are doing it. While I give you the tools, it really has to be you guys that put in the work. And once you do, when you make the investment, you will be for your life has changed. I promise you. Coming from someone who had no skincare or no skin problems when I was a younger child and into my teens, I did not care about skincare at all. I would use moisturizer occasionally, but even then I like think back I'm like yeah I didn't have acne but like my skin was still kind of dry and now I have this dewy glow to my skin at all times and I just care and it's so good to care about yourself this is a form of self-care and even I find myself even in my most depressed days where I just don't feel like showering or getting up or doing anything I still find myself doing skincare because it feels good and it's like a routine and it just feels really nice to get up, clean my face off, and apply everything I need to apply. And I think you'll start finding that you'll feel the same once you get into the routine of things. I know it's hard to get into the routine. It's like getting to the gym or eating well or any of the above. And it's hard. I get it. But you got to do what you got to do if you want to see the results. Fourthly is diet change. So this one's a hard one for us estheticians because legally we don't want to give you any sort of nutritional advice because we don't know what's going on at, like behind the scenes as far as um, any diseases that may be happening, underlying problems, things like that medical-wise. But... There are certain triggers that are in foods that will cause problems with our skin, whether it's inflammation or causing acne or whatever it is. So whatever your problem is, 
usually your esthetician will have a list of problem foods, I would say, where obviously I'm not ever going to ask you to give up everything because I can't even do that myself. But if you're seeing problems, these are some of the things that you can do to limit those, like limit the food intake and maybe those problems will start going away. It's not all about food. Like I said, there's like so many different steps into why your skin is doing what it's doing. So we're just trying to take out every factor and see which one it is that is causing you these problems and fix it. And one of my last points on this episode is stop listening to non-professionals. Don't listen to Joe Blow on TikTok saying that their skin completely changed because of a certain product. While I can believe that, I'm sure some people's skin have changed because of a certain product, it doesn't mean that it will change your skin. That Joe Blow could have oily skin, you could have dry skin, and this product that they're preaching about won't help you necessarily. So it's good to listen to a professional. If you see something on TikTok and you bring it to your esthetician and you say, hey, I saw this, would it be good for my skin type? And then we can go on from there. That is what you should be doing when you see those things on TikTok, on Instagram, wherever you're seeing them or hearing them. That's when you should do it because we are professionals that have done our research on certain ingredients and products. We have usually done a lot of research on a lot of professional lines and most estheticians, especially ones that have a niche in skincare, have tried everything too. Like we're out here hearing these same TikToks and we're looking at the ingredients and making sure that our clients would be okay with using these things. So don't be afraid to ask us questions. We That's what we're here for. We love it when you ask questions because then we can help you. We would rather you do that than come in after trying an at-home chemical peel and your skin is on fire and like I can't help you at this point. So it's best to always just ask us and then go from there. We don't always have the answers and I'm if you have a good esthetician, they will be happy to do the research for you and figure it out for you. This point might be the second most important point just because I think I've had more clients than not say, yeah, I'm using this because I saw it on TikTok and I've heard rave reviews and it just wasn't working for their skin because it just wasn't for their skin type. And I have nothing against drugstore lines necessarily. I'm sure there are great products out there that do great things for people with minor skin problems. But if you're suffering from pretty severe acne or scarring or hyperpigmentation, any of the above, fine lines, drugstore products might not get the job done. But but don't be embarrassed to tell your esthetician what you are using. Don't be embarrassed if you are using drugstore products right now. Don't be embarrassed. Tell us. We want to know so we can help fix whatever routine you have. I usually, I try and let my clients, depending on what the product may be, to finish off what they have because I don't like wasting things as long as it's not hurting their skin too much. And like say you have CeraVe facial cleanser, like just finish that off until 
it's gone and then come back and I will be more than happy to recommend a new cleanser of a professional line and go from there. Alright, so that is the end of the skincare journey episode. I kind of wanted to continue talking about my plans for future episodes just so everybody is on the same page. Um, after this episode and after most episodes, I think I'm going to post um, polls on my Instagram stories or questions so people can interact with me and kind of get their questions answered on the following podcast. So if there's anything that I touched base on today that you have questions on or something that I didn't touch base on that you wish I had, um, I will be posting that on my story after I upload these episodes and then I will write them all down and make sure that I include them in my following episodes. So make sure you tune in to hear your question answered. And I plan on uploading every other Wednesday for the time being. And I'm going to try and get some guests on here. It's my hope to get a guest on every other episode. Um, But bear with me as I'm getting started. I don't really have a space to be bringing people in at the moment. But I am working hard on that part. So we should be seeing that sometime soon. Um, Also... I plan on filming these and uploading them to YouTube. The first couple of episodes won't be until I get that space acquired to be filming in, but I'm really excited for that because I personally am a visual person. I like to watch podcasts instead of listen to them, but I also will have this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube here pretty soon. Um, If there is any podcast platform that you use that uh, you don't see me on, send me a DM and I will try and get on that podcast uh, platform. I want to be as accessible as possible to all the people that like to tune in and listen. So I think that brings me to the end of this episode. It's just a short one today, like I said. Most of my episodes, I want to, you know, hit that hour mark, I'm pretty sure, but I just kind of wanted to get on here and kind of see how long it takes me to make my points. This is my very first podcast ever, and I am definitely, I love listening to podcasts, so I feel like I know what I'm doing, but, you know, this is still new to me. So thank you for everyone who tuned in. If there's any sort of problems or if you hear anything that sounded weird on your guys's end audio wise just feel free to dm me i love constructive criticisms be nice (laughs) um and if you feel like it go ahead and leave me a five star review i would love to see that and love to see who's tuning in i really want to cater this to potential clients and people who really need a skincare help, but I do plan on having some episodes for my fellow estheticians out there who just want to hear about what it's like about being in the industry. So um, that is it for me. I'm going to tune out and go eat some dinner now. So thank you everybody for listening to my very first episode of the Skin Junkie podcast. I'm so excited to post more and All right, that's it. Bye.